Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to this Vedic New Moon Wisdom episode for February 2024. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Michelle Irevis, your host, numerologist, and Vedic astrologer. I hope you're having a wonderful February so far. This month's new moon takes place on Friday, February 9th in the musical and rhythmic nakshatra Danishta. This lunar mansion is called the Star of Symphony because its symbol is a drum. Specifically, the drum of Lord Shiva, the god of dance as well as the god of death or destruction. Shiva's musical instrument is known as the instrument of time or tabla. Naturally, this makes me think of astrology because we are looking not only at the stars and the planets, but also how fast or slow they travel through the constellations. Astrology charts can be considered snapshots of time. So making the connection to the drum symbol of Dinishta, the drum not only keeps time, but also rhythm. So we also see the connection to cycles and rhythms of time, nature, and life reflected in elements of creation and death and rebirth. So the phrase fullness of time or in the fullness of time comes to mind here. I've always loved that phrase, the fullness of time. It implies that everything is as it should be or is as good as it can be or is meant to be and that everything is complete. There's no gaps. There's no um, empty spaces. It's full and complete. It's kind of like a fruit that has ripened and is at its peak of perfection. That it's at the pinnacle or the best. It's at its time. It's fullness of time. I also think of time being unrushable, if you will. I know that's not a real word, unrushable, but the fullness of time makes me think of divine, right, perfect time. We may not know how long or the time frame or the arrival date or due date, but something wonderful and miraculous is guided by spirit, source, or God, and it will happen at the perfect right time 
It is such a beautiful phrase. The fullness of time. I just love it. Okay. The deities of this asterism are called the Vasus or the solar gods of energy and light. So beautiful, right? Vasu means good, benefit, or light. And the power of these deities is to bestow abundance and material wealth as well as fame. And another tie to material wealth and prosperity is that Danishta, the word, translates to wealth that is steady. So it's the steady beat of the drum, right? It's the steady flow of wealth. So wealth is dana and steady is nishta, danishta. As spiritual entrepreneurs, I think we can all agree that it's really nice to be able to enjoy and welcome a steady, regular stream of income. Danishta is also known to encourage the pursuit of spiritual knowledge and wisdom and the esoteric arts. Again, so wonderful for spiritual entrepreneurs. It's a really good time to either learn something new or revisit a class or a workshop or teachings of a spiritual practice, discipline, or modality. I'm sure many spiritual entrepreneurs love to learn new things. They love to pick up new modalities, spiritual tools, and they enjoy incorporating them into their services or their products. It's a beautiful way to share and perpetuate the various teachings or lineages of various modalities. So you are strongly encouraged to go ahead and learn more about the modality you're interested in and really indulge in the, the learning at this time. Okay, this nakshatra is located in both Capricorn and Aquarius in Vedic astrology. It is very interesting lunar mansion with so many themes to uncover and pull back. I'm always curious when a lunar mansion falls under two signs. It's not uncommon. Uh, it's just something that I like to think about. I wonder about how events or a person born with a nakshatra in two signs manifest or create their life and their life experiences with this dual influence in either their rising sign or rising nakshatra in one of their planets, nakshatra, or their moon or sun. We could spend hours on the themes, symbols, and meanings of this very interesting and somewhat eclectic nakshatra. But that's for another time that would take just way too long. I must say, though, that this nakshatra is not necessarily a lightweight and airy nakshatra. Danishta can be a very complex, multi-layered, intense lunar mansion because it is ruled by the planet Mars. And after all, there are themes of death and endings and cycles of life and nature. So it can be a little heavy at times. But let's take a look at what's happening in the sky during this very interesting new moon season. We also have the Lunar New Year the day after on February 10th. So 
what is going on in our skies, in the cosmos during this time? So where is everybody? The first thing that stands out is that Mars and Mercury. So remember, Mars is the ruling planet of this nakshatra, this new moon nakshatra in Danishta. So Mars and Mercury are in the same house as the sun and the moon. So we can take a look at it in two ways. We could see that these four, well, these two planets and the sun and the moon are nice and cozy and are kind of having like a sleepover or party in the same house. Or we can also look at it as Mars and Mercury and the sun and the moon are very crowded and they are just bumping into each other and getting in each other's way being in the same house. We also have an interesting balance with Mercury and the moon dealing with the mind and being a hypnotherapist I am fascinated with the mind. The subconscious mind, the unconscious mind, the critical thinking mind so we have Mercury, which is the thinking or intellectual mind and how we communicate our thoughts, right? And then we have the moon, which is the intuitive mind and how we feel, which affects what or how we communicate. So we have this, hopefully, this really nice balance of sending energy back and forth between the thinking mind and the intuitive mind. So that's best case scenario. Or like I said, the opposite could be happening. It's the thinking mind pulling away from or causing division against, I should say, against the intuitive mind. So either they are working together or in opposition. There is also an interesting dance and quest for balance with the Mercury and the Moon influence of this new moon. I think it's important to pay close attention to our thoughts and our emotions, especially because our thoughts and emotions play a critical role in manifesting or creating our experiences on earth, as many of you know, right? Our manifesting ability or ease really depends on our thoughts and our emotions. So that's really something to look out for and be mindful during this new moon. So if we have our thoughts or our Mercury and our emotions or our moon on the same page, working together, striking the same chord in harmony, playing the same beat on the drum, we will find a steady flow this month in our lives and businesses. Okay, now let's take a look at Mars. So Mars plays its part during this full moon because it's in the same house, as I mentioned, as the sun, the moon, and Mercury. But it's in a different nakshatra. It's in Uttarashtra. However, Mars is the ruling planet of Dinishta, right? So with this lunar mansion, the well-known and beloved Ganesha makes an appearance, helping us and supporting us by clearing our path and stomping out any obstacles in our way. So this is Uttara Ashada. So we have that help from Ganesh, but we also see that the fiery, activating, and action-oriented Mars 
is adding fuel to the fire. We may feel motivated and excited and ready to take charge head on and take on the world. Or we might also feel more irritable, frustrated, or angry than usual at this time. We might feel that things are not moving fast enough, so we're getting frustrated, or things are moving too fast. Looking at this new moon chart, it's also clear to see the big role of Saturn at this time. Saturn at this time is in the nakshatra Shadabisha, in the sign of Aquarius, which is in Vedic astrology. I'm, I'm a Vedic astrologer. We're looking at Vedic astrology. So in Vedic astrology, Aquarius is ruled or governed by Saturn. So Saturn is really comfortable in the sign of Aquarius. Shadabisha deals with anything that has to do with the sky. It is known as the sky watcher, as well as a hundred healers. So I think at this time, it's important to direct our attention upwardly to the heavens and observe what's happening in the sky, right? Astrology, meteorology, astronomy, etc. We might also hear about technological advances or inventions related to healing, since there is also a big theme of healing with Shadabisha's theme of 100 healers. Now, the reason why I said Saturn is significant at this time is not only because it is in the sign that it rules, but it is because so many planets have some kind of connection to the planet Saturn. We have Mars, Mercury, the moon, and the sun all in the sign of Capricorn. And in Vedic astrology, Capricorn and Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. So in addition to this, Jupiter is three houses from Saturn, which is a special aspect for Saturn in the sign Aries, which of course is ruled by Mars. So you have this nice connection between Saturn and Mars. So Mars, which right now is in the sign of Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. So Saturn and Mars have a really interesting connection and relationship at this time. So with these two planets, Mars and Saturn, we have an interesting give and take relationship. This shows up in themes of speed and time. So Saturn is known as Kronos or time. And of course, Mars is known to favor movement and speed. So at this time, we may feel conflicted. Like I mentioned earlier, we may feel like we are not progressing fast enough one moment and then the next we might feel like things are moving too quickly. Um, it's that hurry up and slow down energy which can be very confusing and frustrating. And then sometimes we feel like, are we really making any progress? Are we just in, uh, are we just running on a hamster wheel? So it's really important to tune into yourself and be self-aware of what are the emotions and the thoughts bubbling up when we are experiencing this new moon. Something helpful to remember and to keep in mind is to focus on what you want. 
and then figure out how the planets and their placements can help support those goals, dreams, or desires. That way you're really clear on how to move forward and when to slow down, to rest or contemplate, maybe come up with strategy or debrief and reflect. We can begin to understand and optimize the different times or seasons in our lives and businesses in alignment with the cosmos, what's happening in the skies above with the planets and the stars. All right, so what are some of the things we can do at this time? Here are my top three suggestions. Number one is luxuriate in time. In our society, we don't give ourselves enough time to just be. So give yourself time to fill your cup. Take care of yourself. Maybe slow down and smell the roses. Indulge in just sitting and meditating or stay in that peaceful state just a few minutes more before you start your day. Or maybe hug that loved one a little longer. Really enjoy being able to hug them. Maybe pour yourself an extra serving of grace and be extra kind and gentle with yourself. Just in case you're feeling the extremes or contrasts of the planetary arrangements at this time. So luxuriate in time. Number two is have you thought about your goals and plans for this year, this quarter, or this month? It is a great time to plan as much as possible. This is very Saturnian, but you know me. Keep a little room for inspiration and flexibility. Then take action on what feels the best and the most amazing. And in some cases, for some of us, that means taking action on the things that make us a little uncomfortable, but excited and nervous something that we are curious about but we're a little nervous so we have some reservation about it's a good indication that is a wonderful place to start for for personal growth okay it is also a good time to find that optimal balance between the intellectual mind mercury and the intuitive mind the moon when planning and dreaming in your life and your business. So keep that in mind, that balance between the practical and the spiritual or magical. Okay, number three. I think it's also a wonderful time to reconnect with either mantra chanting or with vibration and sound healing. After all, it is a time when many of us have a desire to learn more or learn something new in the realm of spirituality. So maybe go to a sound bath or spend some intentional time chanting along with your favorite chanter or chantress. I know I always feel so much better after listening and chanting along with Deva Pramal. She's my favorite. I think you uh, know that by now. It not only feeds my soul, but also recalibrates and realigns me energetically. I find my mind is more centered and I stress and worry less. So that is a very Danishta thing, right? The sounds, the vibration, the the drums, the drumming. All right, so 
Before we go, let's pull a card to see if there are any other messages for this new moon that we didn't cover and that would like to come through for you. Okay, I am using Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Oracle cards. And I picked the card. It says, you go first, the universe will catch you. And it's a very beautiful card. There's a full moon in the background. And there's this woman that looks like she jumped off of like a mountaintop. It kind of looks like the landscape of Arizona. It looks very ancient. So the card is Leap. And I'll read you what the card says. So it says, you go first, the universe will catch you. Life bends for the courageous. The universe wants to support you, but first you need to leap, to throw your life up in the air. Perhaps you know what you are being called to leap toward or away from, but are scared to make the move. Or maybe perhaps you are waiting for a big fat sign or instruction manual or permission to do so first. If this is you, then this card is your sign and permission slip to take a deep breath and leap into the unknown. It's scary to let go of all that we know in hope for something new. And it's normal to feel anxious at the thought of letting go of what we know for sure. But this is the unavoidable process of rising. And right now, this is how you're being called to live. Nature is constantly showing us how to live with courage. Fall comes every year and encourages the trees to loosen their grip. To allow what once was so full of life to fall away, leaf by leaf. For a moment it feels like nothing will grow again. The branches are left bare without the comfort of what once was. But in the morn of spring, new shoots begin to appear and something new is born that is even more glorious than before. So the work your light action is, you go first, take a good run up and leap. What a beautiful card and message. I definitely heard themes of Mars, Danishta, Danishta cycles and rhythms of nature and life, as well as Capricorn being the leader and going first. And it's also a leap year, and there are 29 days this month of February this year. So very fitting. Thank you, universe. All right, my dear friend, thank you for listening to the end of this episode. May you have a deep, meditative, healing, peaceful new moon in Danishta. I hope you get to take some time and listen to some beautiful sound healing arrangements or chanted mantras so that you can be more fully present in your life and business. And may your blessings arrive in the fullness of time in your life and business. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. 
Hopefully, it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.